You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. We were supposed to unite the world and save reality as we know it. We've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa! Take it from ourselves! But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing if we're stealing it from ourselves, dude? Hello! <laughs> I, I, I was looking at Dion going, are we live? I don't know what's going on. All I heard was Bill or Ted. Or one of them. I don't know which one. Whoa. I'll just say, look, <laughs> dark side. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well. Hello. Hello and welcome to the Purity Table of Awesome. My name is Dion. <laughs> Hello, I am Quinny. I'm Joe. And I'm Peter. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent, dude. Party on, man. No, yeah. Party on, Wayne. Okay. Party on, guys. Should, should we get all of that out now? <laughs> get all of the 80s. No, all of our focusness, <laughs> all of our party ons, all of our everything yeah. out now. Party on, dude. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so uh, we've done a great podcast. That's it. <laughs> <sighs> no, what are yep, we doing? We're doing a force. That's what we needed to do. Thanks we, for coming. Well, what are we doing? We're doing a, 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 I don't know, would you call this a nostalgic film or a... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very, very yeah, much so. I'm sorry, I'm not going to let you finish that. Yes. Okay. I, I am actually interested just right up front to to know what your guys' first experience with Bill and Ted was and how long it has been a happy place in your heart. If, if that. <laughs> if that. Um, okay, so, okay, full disclosure, come on, Peter, you've got, to, you've got to be honest about this. When did you watch Bill and Ted? And I'm talking the first Bill and Ted, ex, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Sunday night. There we go. <gasps> <laughs> yep. Peter! Then, then last night I watched Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and I just followed it straight up with Bill and Ted Face the Music. And here we are. Holy are. shit, you went from Bogus Journey think. straight into Face the Music. Oh, I did. Run it along. Make as much sense that way, to be honest. Um, so, <laughs> so, I'm assuming that you guys have had a much longer relationship with this brand. Yes. Yeah, tw- 21 years yeah. ago when we first watched the original Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in 1989, the world was a different place and I was a different <laughs> person. Um, and so I have much love and nostalgia for the original Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and yeah. uh, some uh, love and nostalgia for Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, whose best thing in that entire film was death. And yes! Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will say I'm not entirely sure whether it's death or station. Oh, right. Station. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do station. Station. I haven't got that one. Station. So and um, if you listened to our time travel podcast mm, not that long mm. ago, it was my pick for a time travel comedy film. I do yes. love um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, as well as the animated series. Oh, I was wondering whether you were going to go into that one. <laughs> yes. And, and also uh, the very, very little known live action TV series. Oh. There is, there is one okay. series. I think, um, and I'm, I'm just going to look it up. 
extremely very unknown. I didn't know about it. Yeah, no, it's it's That's strange, man. Not well known at all because it wasn't very good. Oh. <laughs> Makes sense. Good. Um, Let's not talk about that one. Let's. Um, <laughs> no, yes. it's, it's, it's interesting. Okay, so it's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, a 1992 TV series. Yep. Um, Starring. That aired on Fox. Uh, yeah, basically same concept. I kind of dug it because I was. I, I, I loved the the, um, the original movie, and then I sought out the game that was on the Atari oh. Lynx. Wow! And it was <laughs> that was sort of vaguely based on the animated series, but yeah. Um, then I, I remember turning on the TV at one point, going, "Oh, it's the Bill and Ted animated." So hang on, who the fuck are those guys? <laughs> That's not Bill and Ted. <laughs> That is that is off-brand. You know, this is, oh, this no. is, this is William and Theodore, or, or um, probably uh, uh, Ball and Tood um, from Aldi. Ev Evan, Evan Richards as, as Bill yeah. S. Preston Esquire but, and Christopher Kennedy as Ted Theodore Logan. Those yeah. very two well-known uh, well-known people who I don't think have any more credits than after that ill-fated TV series. No, that's but, pretty much where it ends. But we're wow. not talking about that. We're, um, we're and talking, thank you, Bill and Ted. We're, we're talking about... Um, um, to answer your question, though, Peter, my, my history of Bill and Ted uh, goes back to um, when it came out on VHS and I was sick one day uh, as, and, and, you know, had a home day from school and um, my mum uh, would get videos out from the video store so that I could watch it while I was sick at home. And she brought home this thing and I thought, oh, no, that looks educational as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure looked educational. Seriously, if you... Wow. Okay, what was I? I was in... We're talking 1989 or 1990 by the time it came out on VHS. I was 12 or, or thereabouts, and you look at it on the, on the cover and it's like, oh, it's these guys who go on a wacky adventure yeah. to meet historical, historical figures, figures and then they learn <laughs> things. I mean, that is basically the plot of every shitty educational video ever. <laughs> So oh. I was I was terrified. I was watching this thing going, oh, this is going to be really sh And also because my mum, who was a teacher, had gotten it for me. So I just was, I was ready for it to be. How do you feel about Magic School Bus, Winnie? <laughs> Never seen a frame of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but how do you like it now? Like how did your little <clears throat> like childhood face light up when you realised this isn't about learning? It was, well, it is about learning, but it's also about excellent. Um, I, I very quickly learned to love it. Thank you. <laughs> I can do that for you. I can hit you up for that. No problem. I got you back. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. No um, so yeah, I, I, I very, very quickly was like, oh, this is actually heaps of fun. And then, how many years later, the, the sequel came out, and by that time, I think it had kind of hit that point of being a cult kind of thing. Really? It was only a couple of years later. I think it was mainly because on the success of Phil and Ted's Excellent Adventure that they came out with, they were like, well, rough that one into sequeldom. Let's mm. have their bogus journey, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, a, have a, a loving relationship with Bogus Journey. Yeah. But I it's like still a journey. fucking weird movie. I really, like, like you, Peter, 
I decided to go back and and re-familiarize myself. So Friday night was excellent adventure. Saturday night was bogus journey, and Sunday night was face the music. Mm. Bogus journey is enough. Though I feel like bogus journey is the most structurally sound of the three. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then it's, bogus journey is has like an actual point, like you know, in the sense that they they're not just trying to complete a school project; they're trying to save themselves from death you know, and get back to, like, they have a thing that's going on. Mm. Whereas Excellent Adventure is just like, this will be fun. And then Face the Music is different. But we can get on to that. <laughs> we will come to that. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it, Peter, now that you know our historical thing. Oh, of, wait, what about of... Jill? Jill, what's your historical thing with Bill and Ted? Oh, well, I mean, I was five when the first one came out, so I definitely didn't see it then. No. Um, <laughs> right. But I was definitely pre-teen um, when I did watch it. Yeah, it was definitely one of those. Oh, it's a weekly rental at the Video Easy. So <laughs> let's watch nice. it. Nice. <laughs> I, I remember easy. seeing Bogus Journey, but I don't remember it as fondly as Excellent Adventure. And I think I've definitely watched Excellent Adventure like enough times now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen it more times than Bogus Journey, is what I mean. <laughs> Well, yeah, certainly I yeah. realised I've seen it more times than Bogus Journey because I, I rewatched Bogus Journey and I was like, I don't remember most of this film. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is some weird shit in that film that I was like, Like, I remember I don't death remember and I remember the, the cool band and that was about it. And Station. <laughs> yeah, and the evil robot usses who are dicks. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Shit, I should rewatch that one, actually. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Bogus Journey it's, is re worth a rewatch. <laughs> Look, from, from, okay, so say if you remove this. the lens of, of nostalgia. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pull off the band aid, Peter. Let's go over it. Good luck. That thing's really stuck on with Superman. It's a little bit crazy because, I mean, they are objectively not good films. I, I do... <laughs> True, but... Having said that, it's very hard to watch something that you already know all of the all of the funny bits from because yeah. those are the bits that go down in history yeah. and something that's aimed at a much younger audience that you are when you watch it and knowing that there's such a cloud of nostalgia around it for everybody who did watch it as a kid and then watching it and going, oh, this is not good. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Bad. Oh, it's not bad. It's lovely. What are you talking oh, about? Oh. It's, it's how, how can you say like, that? I, I wish that I had seen them when I was younger. Yeah. Um, it, it makes more sense. If I mean, you know, at... and, and if you tell me that the films that I fell in love with as a preteen and teenager are not good, I will fight you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this just isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like. So when you say objectively bad. <laughs> How does that actually mean good? Because clearly these are good films, and I'm I'm struggling to understand the the miscommunication yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Like, who doesn't want to see <laughs> Genghis Khan take out a sporting goods store? Like, that is literally one of the things that I want to see. <laughs> Napoleon like eat up. Yeah, ziggy piggy, ziggy piggy. Bogus journey um, got me in much more than Excellent Adventure because there were more stakes because it gave me a few actual giggles, like genuine, like there were bits that I was like, well, that's funny. Whereas Excellent Adventure was just a little kind of like, it didn't even have a structure. 
Like, yeah, oh, let's just kind to... of bounce around history. Yeah, they had to go. <laughs> oh, we've got to time. Yeah, we've got more time. Let's just collect more things. That was half the movie. So, yeah, but that's hey. the point. That's the, they, they had a book report, Jude. You know how, how hard it is to do a book report in high school when you go... Well, it's just the book report, but they had to finish the book report. Otherwise, Ted would have to go to military school. I know. And then but the then... band would break up. And that yeah. would end the entire future. <laughs> Yeah. Because George Carlin says so. Them yeah. some steaks, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> also, that was probably my I also first love movie. how utterly fucking bored George Carlin is in that first but film. I, <laughs> but I also, that was my... not give a single fuck. That, that was my first, uh, like, uh, um, introduction to George Carlin. And I was like, who's that weird guy? And then I was like, oh, wait, that's that's George Carlin. When someone it's else Rufus, should... dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then when you start watching George Carlin stand up, you're like, ooh. Rufus yeah. has opinions. Yeah, yeah. But then that's the thing. You're kind of like, well, that film is is objectively better for having Rufus in it. Duh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do. I feel like I see the magic, though, because I think it just goes to show, and this is why when I, like, review things, I review them based on how much I like them and not based on any theoretical, you know, understanding of filmic greatness because mm. it just goes to show that something that's by any of that standard a fairly average film can absolutely go down in history um because of the characters and because of a few fun one-liners and some excellent performances and because um, regardless they... of lack of plot or structure yeah. well and and because they they obviously hit a, a, a zeitgeisty type thing. There's yeah. something about yeah. them that hits a particular age group. And yeah. I think I was probably the perfect age for this at 12, 13, you know, something like that. This is the thing where it's like, it's fun, it is mindless. And, you know, there's this sort of, the, like the, the characters of Bill and Ted are likeable and they are polite mm. and they're, you know, they're not actually assholes at all. No. They're just kind yeah. of, and they're not even that stupid. They, they, they have a surprisingly large lexicon um, that they use very questionably. <laughs> Those are the moments that I actually did find quite funny. And that's where I'm like, you know what, it's down to the characters and the performances. That's what has made it yeah. into a cult nostalgia classic. Yeah. And that's what this new film relied upon <laughs> yes <laughs> and now we're bit. getting to villain ted three <laughs> um and and rob in the chats asked uh, was the first bill and ted before or after wayne's world it was uh three years before wayne's world yeah i mean this is well there's a lot of other films around that time that i think are culturally relative to that like encino man and wayne's world and like the kind of happy-go-lucky rocking kind of all right all right all right don't don't think that was one of them but <laughs> i don't believe matthew mcconaughey was ever doing anything like that quinny but oh, yes okay. he was which one the um that's the thing the girls stay the same age oh, no, that's fast times at ridgemont high and that is not a rocking comedy and that's no, also set in the I 70s think it's, it's touching on that same kind of thing matthew mcconaughey should not be touching anything especially with that <laughs> that predatory attitude displayed in that film anyway uh, Bill and Ted's uh, excellent adventure was uh, a fun and rollicking time through time. And then Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was a, uh, a interesting take on how to extend that franchise. And then we don't talk about 
you know, the TV shows. And then we get to 20 years later. Um, 25 years later. Well, yeah. Well, okay. yeah. It's, and this is where it immediately starts to break because the plot is 20 years later. The actual time difference is 30 years. Yeah. And that's the... And, mm. and, and this is where... Um, oh, I really... I'm trying, I'm trying to be positive. Okay. Well, way. okay, before we do that, can we have a synopsis? A synopsis? Um, oh, do we? Um, I don't I, I, we do have a synopsis. Can I have some kind of musical uh, introduction to my synopsis, please? Um, sure, okay, here you go. Be excellent to each other. The ruler of the future tells best friends, Bill and Ted, that they must compose a new song to save life as we know it. Bogus. But instead of writing it, they decide to travel through time to steal it from their older selves, which is a dickweed move. Meanwhile, their young daughters devise their own musical scheme to help their fathers bring harmony to the universe, man. Alternately, once told they'd save the universe during a time-traveling adventure, two would-be rockers from San Dimas California find themselves as middle-aged dads still trying to crank out a hit song and fulfill their fucking destiny. Bogus. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bill and, Bill and Ted's uh, Bill and Ted face the music, which was an exciting thing that I thought when uh, you saw Alex Winter post about it when it was coming. Oh. Out. I was like, oh, Keanu Reeves, who's gone on to have a huge career and is currently an action movie star, has announced that he's going to go back with his good friend Alex Winter. And really I'm happy for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like um, it would not be a Bill and Ted movie if it wasn't Keanu and Alex. Like, yeah, yeah it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, well, no. I, I, I don't know about that. I have a different opinion. Um, oh. No, I mean as Bill and Ted. Oh, no, like you don't want to recast <laughs> Bill and Ted. No, yeah, exactly. I don't, yeah. I don't want to see a remake of Bill and Ted. Like no, a, you know, you know. but uh, why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> what would you? How do you see no, I just there being of, a new? Do you want to reboot? I thought of do you it. Want no, to reboot the no. B and the T? No, I'm not Disney. I don't want to reboot shit. <laughs> yeah, some chili on that one. Um, I think it's it's. It's. I think in this film, I really love that they were coming out with it. I have a bit of an issue about how the film presents it, and I think it focused on the wrong Bill and Ted. You know what? Yeah, that's that's I'm my. That's actually my, with you on that. That's hundred percent right. agree. That is basically completely spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> quick, 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 quick. I like that we're all like, <gasps> and then you're like, oh no, no, you're yeah. actually right. <laughs> quick rundown. While it was really nice to see Bill and Ted uh, again together at last for five or ten minutes, that was about as much as I needed. And then I wanted yeah. to know the journey of the yeah. other Bill and Ted. The opening of this movie was amazing, and then it just went. <laughs> It was because it came out a week after it was released. Anyway, that's one of the issues that I have with the film is that uh, in Australia it has only it's just coming out this Thursday. Yeah, um, in cinemas, thanks to Mad Men. In cinemas, which uh, is a, a week, is it a week? Almost a week after it has already been released online in America, which, while I understand trying to get people back to cinemas, that's a pretty dumb move. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually asked a question on the, on the Madman um, uh, Instagram. I was kind of like, hey, you're promoting this film and that's great, but when are you going to put it out digitally? Because if we want to, we could just go and buy it digitally now. Yeah. If yeah, we like, use a VPN. The, yeah, the, um, the accessibility of the thing is... is is and I don't particularly want to go to a cinema at the moment. So could yeah, you, people have you know, legitimate what, what way concerns. are you working around this? Yeah, people have legitimate concerns about not particularly going to a cinema to see it. And while it is fun and you can do it in a safe way, I don't think there's any problem with going to see it in a cinema if you want to. Um, I can't understand why they didn't give us the option. Which is weird. <sighs> Especially because in the States they did. Yeah. Um, you know, that was that was the weird thing. Like, this is one of those films that was a day and date video on demand and what cinemas they could yeah. in the States. And then elsewhere, it's kind of gone back to weird staggered release schedules. And you're like, oh, come on. You yeah. know, there are, there are ways and means of doing this. Yeah. And what's more, of, of all of the distributors in Australia, Mad Men actually is one that has the ability to do a streaming service yeah. straight off the cuff. They've and got that tech. Also, terribly, it's not their fault or anything, but, like, Mad Men's located in Melbourne, and Melbourne is in lockdown, so no one in the entire state of Victoria can go and watch, like, or Melbourne, <laughs> sorry, can go and watch the film that is a very good it's point terrifying i was so unfortunate for them but i also just go yeah just put it on your streaming service well, yeah. the other thing is yeah. it's not really a cinema film right no it's like, not what either. i would call a blockbuster no no i think it, yeah it it's, it's not the kind of film that you're like oh god i want to see that in the cinema yeah. <sighs> well, see, I, i'm saving my cinema experiences for black widow and james bond that's like that's all I'm going to go and see in the cinema this year. Is there, mm. a, is there a Black Widow, James Bond crossover movie? I don't know anything yeah, it's about. What's going on? <laughs> and Wonder Woman. It's called three. shit. I'm, it's, I'm doing three. That's it. It's called Black Bond Woman. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm actually, I, I would love to go there and watch There is a Tent. Black Bond Woman. There is. <laughs> it's actually true. And now we also wonder whether she's going to become Bond. Who knows? Oh, um <laughs> We'll find out later. But yeah, Tenet would have been a good one to go and see in a cinema. And and I guess I still could. But at the moment, I still don't have that thing where I feel comfortable going and doing it. I, or, you know, I I don't know that who I'd reach out to and go, hey, do you want to go and watch a movie? Because mm. <laughs> most people would be like, no, nah, I'm good. But anyway, yeah, you we're talking about this particular film, which is this the kind of film that you need to see in a cinema? No, not really. No. Um, There's nothing really about it that a cinema experience would improve. No. It's no. not like going to see like a, a big action film where you want to be, yeah. you know, destroyed by the sound or, you know, see <laughs> the action up. Like it's a it's a story film. It's not a yeah. experience film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's it's not like Tenet where it's you know, it it's not been hailed as the thing that will bring bring people back to the cinemas. It's not, you know, yeah. the That's given Tenet a little bit too much. <laughs> it, it, it probably I've seen it. I'm just not a Nolan fan. It's just me being snarky. Sorry. No, no, you snark away. We we love the snark. Um, but but that was the thing for you know in America and everything. Tenet was being touted as being the film that would save the cinema industry. 
<laughs> no pressure. Right. Yeah. Well, like, we don't. It's going to be the film that saves us. That's the one I'm going for. Yeah, yeah. T- tastes have yeah. changed. Or Wonder Woman or something like that. Like, you know, when Bill and Ted came out, I thought, that's cool. And obviously it's going to just be a nostalgia film. Like, they're just doing this for the established audience. They're not creating mm. a new audience with this. And I can't yeah. really see grabbing, like, a younger person and going, you've got to come and see Bill and Ted. Because it'll be no, fun. This is, this is aimed no, at us. Right. This yeah. is a, yeah. aimed at the nostalgia crew. And I think that's just where they missed a trick. Like, that was my thing. I think they, they, they relied too heavily on the fact that they had Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter together again in a Bill and Ted film when yeah. by far the most interesting thing around about it were uh, Billy and Thea. Yeah. And what went on around them and what they were doing was far more interesting than whatever the hell Bill and Ted Though it, it, it did unfortunately involve a couple of performances that I kind of struggled with. Like, I thought they were great. Um, Samara Weaving and uh, the Bridget other... Lundy Payne. Thank you. I had it <laughs> open in front of me and I moved to a different window. Um, uh, they were great, but there are a couple of the... the, um, the historical figures that they picked up along the way there was one that i just i was like oh "Oh." louis armstrong yep sorry yeah (laughs) no like not dig it there there are a bunch of really good ones um but i mean kid cuddy i thought it was great i really believed that that guy was uh kid Kid Um, (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's it's always such a danger if you if you pull anyone um current in there i mean what was the first one was did they get they didn't have any established one in the first one but in the second one definitely zz top yes well no no was it zz topper at the end that they'd spend an intensive guitar thing they had kids like remember you remember yeah but that was still um bill and ted yeah yeah it was still Bill. they they didn't have like uh a current musician well they did kind of primus um were big in bogus journey and there was an awful like uh they had a set on in the battle of the bands before um the other guys and also i think um faith no more uh mike Patton and that were doing a lot of the incidental music for bogus journey yeah so but yeah i thought bogus journey had more of that but in the first one there wasn't any and then in this one i was kind of like "Hmm, interesting brave choice you know yeah to, to put someone front and centre and go, this is the greatest band in the universe. Mm. <laughs> <It's> just... yeah. <laughs> yeah, and in this one, like, there, there are a few characters that, I, that really worked. I thought Jimi Hendrix was great. Yeah. Um, and I, then other characters, you're like, oh, probably could have worked out how to do more with them. And as you say, Dan, I think the, the real problem is that it doesn't know where to put its focus. Um, I'm almost entirely sure, certain that there is an entire second plot that has been cut, which is the plot of the wives. Yeah. Oh. Now let's just address this because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yes, please, please. Thing please that do. threw me was how a Joanna and Elizabeth, given I just, I watched these three in a row, right? Yep. So like very fresh. How are they suddenly 15 years younger? than Bill and Ted. Yeah. And that really bugged me. And at first I got the anger of women in Hollywood aren't allowed to be over 50. But then I did the math and I realised that that, uh, Jamie Mays and Erin Hayes 
um, are actually the right age for the time that they've set it in because this is 20 years after okay. the last event. So the, the kids are around 20. What's happened is that it's actually 30 years after, so Keanu and Alex have got 10 extra years. Ah. Which okay. makes you really recognise that they're old, particularly next to the wives. And I think that they should have just cast or, them the same age. Here's yeah. A, here's, another, yeah. here's another theory. They did go to medieval times and they were child brides. Yeah, but, but they weren't, though, in the actual <laughs> film. No, they were teenagers and that was fine. No, no, I'm just yeah, trying to help also, the timeline out, you know. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> they, would, they would have been, like, 16, 17 yeah. when, you know. Um, so if you do the math, you know, in early 40s was a good place to put them. Unfortunately, Keanu's pushing 60. And yeah. it just... You, Keanu's always been a bit of a vampire. He, he oh, doesn't he's... look old until you put him next to someone 15 years younger than him who's supposed to be the same age as him. And, and, and also, he'd look amazing if they just let him out of his beard. Yeah. I, I thought he looked weirdly yeah. old and gaunt without his beard. And I was like, you know what? Just... Why wouldn't Ted grow facial hair? Like, yeah. why do you have to be clean shaven? He's not a teenager anymore. I mean, I mean, from, from a point, from the perspective of of makeup and everything, I fully understand why you have him clean shaven because he then has to put on a lot of different prosthetics yeah. and shit like that to be the other Bills and Ted's and stuff. But yeah, at the same time, I was like, just oh, dude, you're not looking. No, it's it's not a flattering look. Nah. But the other, the other frustrating thing about that, again, having come off watching films from the 80s and 90s now, um, being a little bit frustrated about Elizabeth and Joanna's roles in those two films, mm. um, and then kind of being excited that they might have a bit more to do, and yeah. then they don't. I mean, it's, it's lovely that um, Little Bill and Little Ted are actually Billy and Thea. Yeah, um, which is nice. Which is nice, but um, they're such good actors and it would have been lovely to see more from Elizabeth and Joanna because they were obviously having their own little adventure, weren't they? Yeah. And I, I really feel like that was something that, I mean, you kind of saw being half woven into a plot, but then at a certain point in time, they obviously just went, no, nah, fuck it, we don't have time for that. It's distracting from the main plot or but something. that's the thing. Like, they could have removed Bill and Ted from the the whole overarching plot of the story and put them in some kind of circumstance where the wives and the daughters had to do the saving this time. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, if you look at it structurally, what Bill and Ted actually do in this one is kind of just go and check in on themselves multiple times. Yeah. Um, they keep trying to, to avoid doing the work, which is completely, it's, they try, they keep trying to avoid doing the work, which was the, the, the entire point of the, the first film. It's the complete antithesis of what their characters would actually do. Yeah. Like in the mm. first like, film, they were slackers. They were worried about that. They ended up going and by actually getting the out work. there and discovering stuff, they learned and they realised, oh, I can learn and I can be a person. Yep. And in this one, all all they did for the entire uh, film They're was like, to let's just steal go, from ourselves. I'm like, that is not Bill and Ted. And our future are just dicks because they won't let us steal the song because they didn't do yeah. anything because we're caught in a time loop and that's a parallax like paradox and then yeah. you know it's just kind of like yeah and that's a boring story it's a good yeah. side story it's a good meanwhile, secondary story meanwhile 
Billy and Thea are actually having a parallel adventure to the original Bill and Ted yeah. and, you know, collecting their, their people from the, the uh, m- multiple different points in history and being far more interesting about it. Yep. I would have been far more excited to check out, you know, spend more time with them get a few better performances um yeah sorry sorry louis armstrong but that really oh, just awful. it really <laughs> fucked with me um and then and that, oh and then just spend the more time with of, the wives as well sorry go pete yeah so, so i was just going to say the lovely thing about that adventure that you're just talking about is unlike bill and ted's first adventure it wasn't random shuttling around it was them making decisions based yeah. on their passion and knowledge about music which again mm-hmm. was much more interesting yeah yeah they're they're capable and they are they're building a like if you could build a super group throughout all of history's best musicians and then you know play the greatest song the universe has ever heard Mm -hmm. that's the plot of a fucking cool film but in this it's the b plot (laughs) of a fairly mediocre film Uh, it's weird it's it's so clear to see like how passionate the girls are about their fathers and about music and to to have that kind of swept as like the side part is like oh we're actually not really interested in any of this was so like really discouraging to watch throughout the whole movie i'm like i just, <laughs> i want to see them play music and put this band together like why aren't we seeing like any sort of agency from these girls besides just jumping in that time ship yeah yeah the egg was it the egg yeah, yeah. i missed the phone oh days. don't get me started on these future people either. oh yeah <laughs> well, i mean i like i like i love that future people were a little bit trashy in the first one and george carlin was there and that that's fine in the second one you actually got to see evil future people with denomalos Joss ackland Yes. Joss Ackland's spunky backpack <laughs> yes but with denomalos you actually got to see weird you know the weird future which was kind of cool like everyone was wearing completely stupid Look, clothes 80s yeah. future people had better clothes than these future people yeah and then yeah. these were, these, were <laughs> and these future people were boring they like, they really were. didn't why are they living in gray what happened to like that sick like purple foil outfits and stuff and yeah, yeah all my, of the, the fluid yeah. from from my, bogus yeah. journey where's my big pig soundtrack yeah. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> Fucking love Breakaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's slow, but it's awesome. I was slightly, I was slightly disappointed with the fact that, um, you know, uh, Kristen Schaal was boring. Yeah. Um, the, the, who was the leader? The, um, the great leader. Uh, I think it was Holland Taylor. She played the great leader. Uh, in this one but she was again also kind of dull no one else was no one stood out and then they introduced that weird dennis caleb mccoy that fucking stupid robot and and the the thing that really bugged me about that and was that it was just a kind of rehash of shit that was done in bogus journey yeah they were trying to have the death moment again yeah yeah Yeah. and yet they also had death (laughs) <laughs> it's hard to have the death moment again when you actually have death, death in the <laughs> film. <Real death. laughs> it's like, hey, we know you like death, so we've made this other character who's insecure, and he kind of looks like death, but he doesn't do anything else. Anyway, his death. 
Yeah, <laughs> and, and that particular actor, like I, I've liked his stuff in other things. Anthony Carrigan, who was Zaz in Gotham, and and a whole bunch of other stuff. Like he's an interesting actor, but I kept on kind of coming back to it, going, he looks like somebody out of Dragon Ball. Um, <laughs> like he's one of the androids out of Dragon Ball. Yeah, I actually didn't pick it that it was that guy because he's so recognizable. Yeah, well, yeah, but at the same time, I just, like, he didn't have any of the kind of fun weirdness of Station or, you know, the the uh, the Bill and Ted good robot usses and, you know, it, it just felt kind of we're just ticking a bunch of boxes for the sake of trying to yeah. forward this plot that we've chosen the wrong plot, <laughs> you know, That's, and even moments with death which we love death, but very slow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, it's... I'm so glad that, like, <laughs> I'm not the only one that was disappointed by this movie. Because <laughs> I, I... I think I watched it before all you guys, and I'm like, this is terrible, what's happening? Uh, and we're like, don't colour my view, I don't want to know, Jill. Just yeah. shut up. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to know. know, just let me watch it in peace. <laughs> But this is the um, okay. There, there is a plot. Are we going to do spoiler stuff on this? Well, I don't know. Got to turn oh, the... We're kind of already in there, dude. Like, I've got, got, got to put the logo on. We're not officially in spoiler town until okay, we do that. Okay. Are we going to do a rating and a yeah, break? Or are I mean, we gonna... Just, just to, okay, to let's, piggyback let's off that. To piggyback off that, Jill, I, yeah. um, as somebody who has no nostalgia value, placed on this at all mm. i would say that it's not really any worse <laughs> objectively objectively it didn't no, go down <laughs> consistently oh, average thanks peter <laughs> Like, it, it definitely has its issues. I I would rate I would rate um, uh, Bogus Journey as my favourite of the three films, having watched all three in a row. Um, but I don't think you know compared to the other films that this is terrible. But I do think that it is a massive missed opportunity to make something that could have been much cooler. Yeah. Well, and 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 a much. And a, a much better homage to a well-loved franchise with well-loved characters. Yeah. And that's where it's kind of missed the opportunity. Oh, go on then. Put, put a figure on it then. Go yeah, on. I was going to say, let, let's go Jump into in. our ratings. So, Peter, what, what number do you have for us? <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I don't... It's, it's a hard one to, to rate because I, I, I don't... I, I want to rate it on its merits, but also I feel like that you guys are going to have a lot more hate for it than I do because I don't have the love for the other film. You can just you just rip um, the band out of Just give us a number. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. 69. 69. Excellent. 69, dude. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Excellent. Oh, Peter, well played. What number am I thinking of, Peter? <laughs> I love that moment. How many things am I about to hold up? Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> uh, who else? Jill, what have you got? What do you reckon? Oh, man. <laughs> Just... I love the way that nobody's willing to come out with it. It's like... <sighs> 45? 45. 
Yeah. Bogus. Because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely unrighteous. Unrighteous. 45. Um, <laughs> there's just, there were so many could haves and they did not. So you won't be going but back to watch it again. The opening, oh my God, if they'd like continued that throughout the rest of the movie, it would have been so great. Like Missy married Ted's dad and now married oh, his I was brother. Gonna... <laughs> I, I have opinions on that whole Missy thing. They're playing like the weird music and doing <laughs> like the throat singing. Like that was gold, and then the rest of the film just went. Mm. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I like to Ted's Ted dad looks way better than Ted does. Yeah. <laughs> Ted's yeah. dad. Like, that guy just, you know, doesn't seem to die. Dion, do you have a number? Uh, yes. Good. Okay. I think. <laughs> no way. Um, I um, I'm gonna give it like. 55. 55. Because, like, I was just, I was kind of really disappointed about all the sidelining of stuff, the stuff that I enjoyed. I realized that everything I enjoyed about it wasn't the stuff that I was supposed to enjoy about it. Yeah. Um, and that was a bit sad because I thought it was it was really well done. Like, you know, it's earnest, wonderful, nostalgic. They, they hit you in the right spot. I like Bill and Ted. I like Alex Winter. I like Keanu Reeves. I like all the <laughs> people in that world. I just didn't. Yeah. Like the the way they went about the entire kind of thing, and that's why I was just really yeah. kind of like, oh no, this is not great. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna fifty f. Sorry, yeah, fifty five. It's not. That's fair. I'm actually I, I'm actually gonna have to uh, um, match up with Peter uh, on sixty nine. Um, Party on, dude. <laughs> 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 exactly, um, because I I laughed and I was enjoying myself and I was loving spending time with those characters again. You laughed, Quinny. I, I did laugh occasionally here and there, not often. Um, <laughs> but I do think that I really like. I mean, the whole uh, sort of Deus Ex of the end and everything, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, I, you know, saw it coming at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're kind of like, ah, okay, cool. Um, but, yeah, like, I liked spending time with those characters. I was just, then after a while I was like, but I want to spend time with them. Can, can I spend time with them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And can we have a little less of that guy and a little less of that guy? And, um, yeah. And no, Louis. <laughs> yeah, that was that guy. Um <laughs> So yeah, so sixty nine for me. Yeah. Um, but okay, so let's let's. Uh, do we have a clip, or are we just going to go straight into Spoiler Town? Uh, I can play a trailer. I can play the other trailer. Real idea for you: be role models to your daughters. Get real jobs. Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to unite the world, and I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Greetings, my excellent friends. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan. Performed tonight will save reality as we know it. Oh. 
stupid. We better write that song now. Or why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? And take it from ourselves. Except, won't that be stealing? Cheers! <laughs> How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. Anyway, yeah. spoiler town. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we need a little thing for spoiler town. Need like a little kind of sting. You have a thing that's on the screen. <laughs> that a little is... bit of a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Got it out of our system. Excellent. Sweet. Um, <laughs> this is Sorry, whether you're an old man or a street sweeper, sooner or later you dance with the reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Best two out of three. <laughs> Best three out of five. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I love... Notice at, at the end of um, Bogus Journey, like I, I just, I'm curious as you, if you noticed when you watched it, you were kids. You know how like death becomes a part of the band, and then you know he's in all the newspaper clippings. Elizabeth and Joanna were part of the band. Oh, actually, yep. for a lot longer than than death was, and yep. <laughs> suddenly like all of the all of the epilogue newspaper clippings are just Bill, Ted, and death. I'm like, and death. But, um, yeah, I don't think that there's anything to read into that at all. Yeah, certainly. I don't think any Seems... of these films have a questionable relationship with women. Yeah, totally normal. So let's talk about <laughs> Missy, shall we? Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, Which I already spoiled. No, oh, that, that's <laughs> no, no, that's is... okay. Well, it's the first five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, your mom, I mean, dude. Through, <laughs> shut up, Ted. <laughs> um, throughout the first film, we got introduced to Missy. I mean, mom, yeah. uh, and and it it sets up a pretty uncomfortable gag, which is that Missy is um, dating Bill's dad, and that's fine. Married to Bill's dad. Oh, sorry, yeah, married to Bill's dad. Um, and that's she is probably like two or three years older than Bill. Well, in the, wasn't it just and they both asked, like both Bill and Ted asked her out to the prom. But wasn't um, yeah. wasn't and, she was a senior and they were freshmen, so was, that's like three years older. Yeah. But so wasn't she we, we know roughly an age, and then the Bill's sequel dead. doubles down. Like that's okay, fine. She's somebody who likes older men, cool, whatever. Um, the sequel then doubles down on that and makes her quite unpleasantly portrayed as willing to bang anyone who is over the age of 40. Um, like indicating that she's had some kind of history with the the guy from the military academy, all of the teachers, um, Bill's mm. dad, Ted's dad. Um, and it's like, this is becoming a really unpleasant gag. And then you get to this one and it's like, there's a part of me that goes, okay, now she's with Deacon, and it's like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. But even still. But she is also then still portrayed as much older than Deacon than yes. she should have been. Yeah. And, again, that's a joke on Missy, like, because they didn't portray Elizabeth and Joanna as older, but mm. but Missy should actually only be, like, what, seven years older than Deacon? Yeah. Like, technically, yeah. like, technically, if she was a senior yeah. when, like... Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, see, you don't yeah. see it until you see it. Yeah. And then you but then, know. oh, it's funny now because Missy's old and Deacon is young. And I'm like, well, actually, that, that's, yeah, that's not that's a terrible age. That's, that's yeah. not real. I mean, it, I, I, and whether or not they were going for the, the young old gag or whether it was just the fact that she has now gone through everybody in that family. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, whether that which one of those gags they're going from, but none of them are particularly comfortable. I'm no. also really glad that they decided to drop the gag about any time the two guys hug. So any anytime really? Bill and Ted hug, sorry, you're giving me the blank look. They like they yeah, give that. each other a hug and suddenly they just go, oh, fag. And you're like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I did notice the uh, liberal use of slurs, particularly in Bogus Journey. Yeah. It was like, 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, it was, know, but... But you see it now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's like you watch it now and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Whoa. I don't remember that from Excellent Adventure because I only just watched that like not long ago. But I, as I said before, I haven't seen Bogus Journey more than once, so... Bogus Journey, like, is is such a, a, a bizarre kind of tonal uh, roller coaster ride where it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do broad comedy, and now we're gonna do like weird existential horror, and we're going to, you know, uh, go from uh, hell to heaven to aliens to whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like. That's that's a mix master of just fucking throw whatever you want in and whatever comes out at the end's fun. I think this like I think Face the Music desperately wants to be as fun and as weird and as wild as Bogus Journey. Yeah. But isn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I thought you know, while I was all, all the time I was watching um Bill and Ted 3. Um, and watching them interact with themselves, I was that was the parts where I was kind of turning off. And then, yeah, it was frustrating to always go, okay, where did those, their wives go? Like, they've just hopped off into the future. And when they're old and older, the wives yeah. just, are, like, heavily made up and jump away. And it's just like you never get to see what happened to them for the rest of their lives. They might have lived long, complete mm-hmm. lives. We never got to see any of that or understand what the hell was going on. And there it, was this whole thing that they were going off to find out how much better their life could have been. Yeah. And you're like, what? how much better could it have been? That would have been really interesting. Like, I mean, I love the couple's therapy section. I mean, that, that was, was very funny. That was funny because it was like, guys, you know, you're, just, you're not doing it right. Um, and that was a nice little aside. But, yeah, the way that it just kind of siloed most of the female characters in this, and even the ones that were in there, like Kelly and the great leader, were also kind of relegated back down to boring kind mm-hmm. of roles of just facilitating them. Yeah. <laughs> and and, of- and even at the end, when, like, Billy and Thea are in the process of putting together the greatest song that the universe has ever heard. And they are, they are orchestrating it. They are pulling it together. They are making the producing of it and everything like that. I was like, that's great. (laughs) Then all of a sudden it became about a soaring fucking guitar solo of two middle-aged men. And I was like, (laughs) Oh God, it is rock and roll. Oh yeah, and I didn't. That didn't connect with me. I don't know why. Like I, sh- I, I know people who it really like this film really connected with who were like, yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. And then I was like, I'm not sure I watch the same thing. Yeah, in mm. some ways. Yeah. Yeah. When somebody else that we know that reviewed it said they cried, I'm like, really? 
Did you cry because it was bad? Because I almost <laughs> cried because it was bad. Oh. <laughs> there were moments in there that I could I could feel my emotional strings being plucked, but then they didn't quite get there. Like there are moments when Bill and Ted are talking to their old, their dying selves. Yeah. Where I, I was like, if this was slightly better written, <laughs> I would have been really emotionally kind of hmm. uh, sort of engaged with it because that thing of, of Ted saying to himself, you know, I, I never really understood myself and that's why I couldn't connect with anyone. Yeah. Um, you know, the, that's the, that's the possibility of a really emotional and important scene that mm. still somehow doesn't quite work and, did, and ends up not being as emotional as it should be. Did you stay for the post credit scene? Well, the, it was. The, the, oh, yes. I watched the post credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was, was it? Uh, with where old, like very old Bill and Ted get up out of their deathbeds or whatever it is to jam out one last time before they die. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> go and watch that in a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's the, kind the of nice. The funny thing about old Bill and Ted and that whole scene is that, again, it kind of breaks its own time travel plot because mm. why is it that they keep going into the future and those Bill and Ted's are from a timeline where the song didn't get written and they didn't ex experience the world being saved mm. and then suddenly they get to that elderly timeline and those ones did experience yeah. that song happening and the world being saved like it just it starts to crumble it starts yeah. to crumble and then any enjoyment that you are getting from it starts to crumble because that not, that doesn't make sense like yeah, if the world is about to end and the world is physically ending at that point like they're making a big deal about reality is crumbling then how to nasty how did the nasty future bill and ted's even yeah, yeah. because um, they were crumbled and, yeah. and i mean from the from the moment that you start the film with them going okay all reality is starting to break and characters from different timelines are appearing in different timelines you're kind of like mm. oh shit you're doing some dangerous stuff there <laughs> i mean the, the way that they... because it's a comedy more than it's a time travel film yeah. Um, and you, you, you have a lot of suspension of disbelief for that. You're like, okay, I don't care because this isn't a serious time travel film. This is just a comedy. But there comes a point where plot has to make a bit of sense. Yeah. A little bit. It yeah. And, bit. and I mean, I like that at the end of Bogus Journey where they, like, they're playing the, the game of who, who can go back and remember to do enough things to get out of the problem by, you know, the time travel stuff that's been there since the end of excellent adventure yeah that, you know we have to remember to go and do this afterwards and this one kind of threw that out mm. like you know this whole thing of of time is immutable like whoever whoever is the winner is the one that's always going to be the winner so you just have to remember enough things to make sure yeah. that you're the winner sort of thing um, this one, it's like, well, time is now fuck only knows because maybe there's a history. Maybe, the or a, a, ending, maybe it's not. And yeah. It and, takes and, away from the stakes as well when you know, like, there are future worlds where the world doesn't end and Bill and Ted just turn into dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then also, like, there's a, a robot who's been sent back in time to kill the, kill you, but it doesn't really matter if it kills you. <laughs> Yeah, well, because, because you're just, you're just going to see death, and then death's a whiny bastard who eventually gets you out of. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think we just dug too deep. I think we all just maybe adjusted our ratings a little bit in our heads. Can I just say one thing? Mm. Dave Grohl. <laughs> you know, I would have been a lot happier if Dave Grohl had been there and there'd been some music around him. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, it's fucking Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl is in this for one shot. Yep. Yep. Fucking what? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Oh it's man, like, I, it's uh... one of those things that it should be a a a lot of fun, and it kind of manages to undo itself throughout the course of the film. That it actually gets less and less fun as it goes on. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're like absolutely right there, Pete. By just going, it's uh, it's it's tapped out the vein of this nostalgia. Ooh. This particular nostalgia mine seems to have followed a fool's gold trail off to the side where you're like, oh, that's that's just not great, yeah. unfortunately. Instead and instead of like, look, but there's a shiny thing over here with these two young versions of the... No, no, we'll just ignore that. We'll just go down this sort of yeah. old way of doing it. And I don't even think it was that like was a great. soft... I don't think it was even a soft... Um, like a, a soft reboot to introduce those girls as... A Bill and Ted franchise carrier. No, because you didn't do enough with them. Yeah, there were yeah, so absolutely. many could haves, and they just didn't. And yeah, they mm. were great. They, they, I really watched them, and I was like, they are definitely the children of these two dudes, and they're nice, and they're sweet, and they're everything that Bill and Ted were when they were teenagers. Nice, yeah. sweet idiots. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. and but idiots um, who aren't idiots actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they and they talk like idiots, but they're actually very intelligent. But that's the, and that's, that's I the thought point. the performances were great. Like, um, yeah. actually, I, I, of the two, I thought Samara Weaving was the one who was the least um, Bill and Teddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, um, I think they walked a fine line there in in terms of not doing an impression and actually <laughs> making the characters their own. Yeah, because. Yeah. It was a little bit, even though I enjoyed it, it seemed a little bit impressiony. And but again, if they had had more time to do more with it, then I think it would have um, felt a bit different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, oh there's a big sigh now. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, Bill and Ted's <laughs> got it out of our system. Mm. Oh. Because well, yeah, like, well, I'm not that sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I think. I mean, this is very definitely going to be the last uh, adventure of Bill and Ted. Um, like, this is not a franchise that I believe will uh, support the weight of another mediocre film. Um, no. But I, I think you made a really good point, Peter. Is that this film maintains the grading curve? You know. Yeah. I, I, if you're coming into it now and you don't have any nostalgia for it, I reckon you can get just as much enjoyment out of it as... So I, I, I do think that um, Bogus Journey is objectively a better film than yeah. both of the other films. Sure. Um, but, um, you know, I think that there's enough in this if you don't pull too hard at any of the threads mm. and if you just want to have a light, entertaining watch. Um, and if you love Keanu 
and and if you you know love the idea of it there is enough here to enjoy um but i think unfortunately for people who should love this film which is the the people who feel um a strong nostalgic attachment to the old films i think is going to be hard to enjoy it because of that nostalgia the nostalgia is what's going to break it for you even yeah. more than the bad time travel math <laughs> but if you're looking at it just as a you know if, if, if you don't give that many shits about the characters much like me you know it's fine i've seen worse films I had some entertaining moments i had a bit a couple of giggles um the music like the, the music moment at the end is kind of a good it's a, it's a you know one of those nice film climax moments where everybody is everybody's in it together and there's yeah. a bit of a loveliness to that especially right now which is yeah. like a little bit of unintended loveliness of the entire thing that saves the world is everybody in the world singing the same song and yeah. being in it all together that's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, maybe that's what made people cry. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, so maybe it's a good film for right now, um, as long as you don't want too much from it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that might be part of it. I didn't have any expectations really going into to this. I knew it was there. I was hoping it would be fun, and I just unfortunately, when when the camera moved away from Bill and Ted, it didn't quite know where to pick up and like when it was when it was on them i'm fine i'm with them i'm with that journey i'm with them doing their bill and ted things what crazy shenanigans are they going to get up to and that was enjoyable and when the camera was following you know billy and thea i'm like i want to see more of what they're doing and mm. unfortunately that wasn't enough and anytime it went anywhere else i just started losing interest i was like oh this is kind of i don't really know what this is yeah, I, I, like as much as I love Dave, Dave Grohl's appearance there, I would have been very happy to have lost two of those jumps forward to the future of Bill and Ted. Sure. Um, like, uh, you know, get rid of one of those, two of them, whatever, and follow the um, the wives, the princesses. Yeah, um, there's so much that was missing. Give their plot that whole you know, time that it actually deserved. Yeah. And then maybe we would have felt something where they showed up at the end. Yeah. You know, right. like put them back on the stage as well. Make yeah. sure that <laughs> they're you know, part of the band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were part of the band, guys. Yeah, yes, I don't I understand know. how they suddenly weren't part of the band. <laughs> They were like the, the only band members who actually knew how to play their instruments for the yes. first <laughs> yep. 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 And yet. Well, okay, for the, well, for Bogus Journey because they weren't part of the band in the first movie. No. No, but, but yeah. still, that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well. Uh, well, it's kind of, yeah, kind of sad and, well, a little bit a little bit disappointing, I think, only because everyone wanted it to be so much better than, than I think it is. But maybe you guys loved yeah. it. Does it. Did everyone, anyone else see it and love it? Was there um, I noticed that, that uh, I think it was Predakanga gave it a review of 72, I think it was. Um, I hope people have fun with it. Like, I mean, you know, I want people to watch things. They don't see it. Uh, yeah, Predakanga was 72. They don't see it if you like Bill and Ted. Casper uh, yeah. was 65. Um, they're the people who have thrown the actual numbers into the into the rating, but yeah. um, 
It's great. Like, I mean, I hope I hope people were, uh, uh, do enjoy it and go see it. Like, if you, is it worth going to the cinema? Yeah, absolutely. Go see Bill and Ted if you want to. You yeah. Know, I, wouldn't, oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be sitting there going, go it's going to gonna change your life. Well, some people might want to. <laughs> some people in Queensland can go see, you know, uh, films yeah. without having to worry or Northern Territory or yeah. Western Australia. Australia, 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 Western Australia, Australia Canberra, Tasmania. New Zealand. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Anywhere but here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I going to do it in New South Wales? No. Mm. <laughs> nope. Actually, Dino in the chats just said he hasn't watched it yet, but he thinks of, uh, I see Alex Winters in the film, and all I think of is his TED talk to do with the dark web. Not a thing that I was aware of no, that but now Alex Winters had talked out. about. I want to go see that. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, like, Alex Winters, he was great. Like, they, they are the same people. Like, I mean, I know Keanu oh, yeah, he's, differently. He's, yeah. But and to great. be honest, I felt I felt like Alex Winters was much more Bill than yeah. Keanu was Ted. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I think then again, Alex Winter probably has more to lose. Keanu doesn't have to do too much. He's still got about seven films on his slate. <laughs> Alex has been Let's directing a lot though. Yeah. Um, like, and I think maybe that's a thing as well. Like, uh, he's he directed the Ben Ten live action movie of all fucking things. There's oh, a Ben wow. Ten live action movie. Yes, there's Why a Ben 10 live action movie. Um, I needed to know that. Uh, well, then now you know. But yeah, I like. Yeah, I, I I think it's 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 a film that you will watch if you are an if you are a fan of the other Bill and Ted. I, if you're a fan of the other Bill and Ted's films or the TV series or the animation, you're going to watch it, and you'll probably still have fun with it. Yeah. Um, but if you are not aware of the other Bill and Ted's stories there's maybe nothing particularly here that's going to make you no. want to go and watch them if you watch this first why would you watch you would not, the end you of a trilogy watch, yeah, yeah don't don't watch this first missy's asking is keanu still our boyfriend and to that i would say keanu is a peach and can do no wrong um, <laughs> <laughs> you're breathtaking excellent all right um well that was good Thanks for that, but I want to know. Someone tell me what are we going to do next week? We're going to be raised. I believe we're going raised. to be raised by wolves. Wolves? Um, wolves? Not, not grazed by wolves. Not grazed no. by wolves. Casper <laughs> um, saying, "Should we do Mulan?" Um, Fuck no! <laughs> Fuck no! <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> Uh, Jill, and Jill like has, that has not got anything to do with putting it behind a paywall and everything to do with it being a terrible film, by all accounts, from my Chinese friends who would know. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. Yes, there is, there is some very, very uh, interesting political much, stances that that film is bringing up. Much like all yes. of the Disney live-action remakes of cartoons, I have zero interest in, in seeing them. Yeah, but this one's probably the most problematic. So do a bit of research, watch some videos about the making of it, um, some articles, and make your own decision about Mulan before you pay Disney more money than you already are now with Disney+. Or just wait I mean, until it comes out for, yeah, <laughs> within the thing just... eventually. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I'm think that's the, say... I think that's the international symbol for what you're suggesting, Jill. You just I didn't go. Say anything. Maybe I could watch it I this didn't way. Say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of one. Why it's already out there. Um, 
Yes, yes. Yes, on Disney Plus. I'm, I'm always very reticent to say that because I have a lot of friends who work in the entertainment industry and every time you do that, uh, somebody, a, a little uh, entertainment industry fairy loses their wings. Or um, rent. If that and, little entertainment industry fairy has ears and a tail, then I don't think it matters so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, True. Fair enough. All right. Um, um, what, are, yeah, what are we doing next week? We are doing... Raised by Wolves, which is new. Like, it's which a, is, a short is, form series. That, why uh, the fuck am on... I giving Ridley Scott more goes, but all right, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ridley. Mm. No, don't Jesus Christ. Stop with the religion. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've I've been trying to push for War of the Worlds, but uh, I'm not sure whether people are going to get that watched. Um, But yes, we're doing that one. So uh, study up, see if you can find it, check it out, and come on back and talk to us about it. Also, please, please come to our Twitter, come to our Instagram, come to our Facebook let us know that you are out there. We'd like mm. to hear from you. We actually would love it if you would write us an email or send us an, a voicemail so that we could even play it during one of these things and then react to it and pull faces while you talk. Yes. Um, uh, from we would do that. Rob has asked what streaming service. It is available on HBO or uh, soon to Foxtel binge. I think Foxtel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on binge. Yeah. It's um, and Foxtel. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Pretty. Yes. Talk to us, please. Send send us an email. Mm. Or yes, a, a B-mail. C- <laughs> B- Any F- of F- those F- things. <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of mail. All right. All right. Thank you. I have been Quinny. I have been Jill. I've been Jill. I've been Peter. Yay. <laughs> We've been the periodic table of awesome. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome. Stay awesome.